0: Welcome to the Fat AZ Musky Podcast. I'm Andy. Joined on the phone, I have Todd. Hi, Todd.
1: I'm here shooting my leg boys.
0: Very good. All right. This podcast brought to you by Fat AZ Musky Products. FatAZMusky.com dot com is the website. Um, I was having a little bit of problems here recently. Something with I don't know programming permissions or whatever. Updating the. The store, but I seem to have got that worked out. We are making slants. They are out of stock right now. We are making, um, aluminum clamshells. They're out of stock right now, but we're making them quick attached rail brackets. Um, they're started, but they're going to probably be one of the last ones to be done. But anyways, inventory is slowly starting to come back up. Um, with that being said, uh, I'll make, I'll make posts more than likely on Facebook when, when we got things back up and going, um, as as they come into stock, so bear with me there. If you're looking for some baits, Team Rhino Outdoors, Musky Tackle Online. How's I mean I know it's been a while since you've been to Hogan's, but what was the last you seen in Hogan's, Todd?
1: Yeah, when I left there early November, they still had uh, still had some baits and just a small variety of everything. So they got some baits. I have no idea what O'Donnell's has. I have no idea of anything else that's going on, but uh, hopefully they got them still some at what Team Rhino Outdoors and Musky Tackle Online.
0: Yep. So uh, again, if you're looking for a boat setup, reach out and uh, we can uh, help you get set up. So Todd,
1: yes, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, M C Guides dot com. Get a hold of us. We'll be fishing here in Pennsylvania april may and then we'll be up at chautauqua lake new york june 1 through the end of october vance fishes in november i should kind of wrap it up so i can get home to do some other stuff for november but uh yep we'll be up there all state season i'm going to try to do a few more of my evening charters i did some last year and uh uh, uh you know they it, 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 it's it's kind of nice you know the, for the local guys up there that don't want to go out and spend the whole entire day you don't have to go all day to get these fish sometimes uh you know you can just uh you know book one of those evening charters we had some really nice fish get caught on those like five to nine charters this summer you know june july both were pretty good for that so you know get a hold of us and uh you know we'll try to slip you into some of those evening dates and uh uh Contact us and we will do our best to get you out there and get you on the water. June's already about filled for me. I know Vance. I think is pretty much booked up for a lot of the season, but we we do have dates available and we got some other options. So get a hold of us and we will do our best to get you out there and get you on some fish.
0: Perfect. And uh, while fishing with Vance or Todd, you'll be fishing out of Ranger boats. Uh, check out Ranger's lineup. I mean, there's if you're actually like pricing boats and you think, oh, that, that, that style of boats out of my price range, go, go price around the market. They yeah. are, uh, th- they, they fit right in and you're going to have a heck of a boat, um, you know, with Ranger. And, uh, if you're in and around our area, you know, feel free, give uh Vicks Marine a call. They sell Rangers. You know, we have been very proud of our Ranger boats for a very long time. Um, Sales service, you know, they, they know what they're talking about there. They are fishermen, so they're not setting up, you know, ski boats and, you know, subwoofers and, you know, big, you know, wakeboard racks and all this stuff. They're dealing fish finders, trolling motors, you know, various boat setup tips. Um, they're They're really good to work with. They know what they're doing. So, you know, I don't know if they were or what, but they have been the largest volume Ranger dealer in the U.S., so you know, it's, this ain't their first rodeo. Uh, you'll also be using St. Croix rods, best rods on earth. So big thanks to St. Croix, you know, helping us out here. Um, you know, it's that time of year, you know, you might not really be fishing, but you know, you might want a new rod. Maybe Santa will bring you something. So, uh, go, you know, a lot of big box stores have them, you know, pick them up off the rack, hold them, shake them, you know, sweet talk them a little bit, have them put a reel on it that you might want. And, uh, you know, you can see how it feels and balances. And you know, that's kind of a neat thing about, you know, still like the old fashioned retail market is going in and touching, feeling, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm guilty as anybody ordering stuff online. I don't want to say sight unseen, but you know, just, it's not there in front of you and someone's going to bring it to you. But sometimes some of that stuff you just really want to put in your hands. So, uh, go find the St. Croix rod display and give them a grab. And I don't want to say lastly, but aqua traction, you know, Todd gave a waving, uh, raving review not long ago about, you know, how he liked his aqua traction. And I'll be honest, I like mine too, but the difference is, is mine isn't used that much. So cue the jokes. But, um, I did get in the boat the other day. Uh, I had to turn it around. It was really cold out. I turned it around in the garage I, uh, hooked the muffs up to it and I let it run for one last time. I, I kind of did have hopes to take it out one last time, but I didn't. So I ran it in the driveway, get some, get some stable fuel through it and everything seemed to be going good there. And I was inside of it, putting up my, my little, uh, boat cover and spun it around. And I looked at just how dirty that floor was from not washing it ever, but I have no fear. 100% percent stain resistance. It's closed-cell polyethylene foam. Quick little rinse of water, and uh, she's going to be good as new. And even better yet, it's not going to absorb that water, and it's going to dry quickly. So some really good benefits to Aqua Traction. So try to find your local dealer, Aqua Traction. If you're in and around our area, please look up amfmarine.com. That is our local dealer. Uh, If you need an email address, it is Nick. N I C K at A M F Marine dot com. So, uh, really neat system that they got to uh, measure and install. Um, I think it's probably a little bit more affordable than most people would think, you know, especially when you start comparing labor and, you know, carpet and all this other stuff. But, you know, by all means, you know, get competitive quotes and, and see what you can do. Uh, I know this. I'm glad I did it. So, and I did pay for mine, if anyone's wondering. Um, and then also, what's sneaking up on us very quietly, but it's coming fast, is the Muskie Max Plus, Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania. I mean, we're, you could pretty much say it, we're in the middle of December.
1: Yeah. It's like two—it's
0: have... like two and a half months away.
1: Yeah, I, I thought of that. You know, we're wrapping up. I'm still out. Uh. I'm still going out with a rifle tomorrow and the next day I've seen a lot of bucks. I have not seen anything I want to shoot yet and got two more days and I already figured out that, uh, I'll be putting that away, tucking that back away Saturday night or maybe tomorrow if I get one, but, uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta get to work <laughs> because we got a lot of stuff to do before the sh- the show season here. Uh, inventory wise, I got a lot of base. To- so, I'll probably be starting up on Monday morning. Pouring some baits and uh getting some raptors ready for everybody to get out there and bang some fish, baby.
0: Yeah, it is uh I'm pretty sure the dates are the March fourth and fifth. I mean, yeah, yeah, we're 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 closer to three months, but we're we're yeah. under the three month mark. Yes. And that's this is that sneaky time of year, and I've been I've been slowly like anxious, like I'm itching to do something, but I don't really know what to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm also having a lot of guilt for, you know, I'm not hunting all that much, but I'm, I'm picking and choosing a day here and there and, you know, taking the kids out and what have you. But it's, it's like, man, it feels like I should be doing something else. And I don't like the feeling of guilt and it's, yeah. And, and I'm kind of getting that. And, you know, I, I am working on stuff, you know, we, we got, we're, we're trying some new things with the soft plastic. We're going to be, I got to get the whole paint booth and stuff ready. I got to clean up all this hunting stuff, but hunting season isn't quite done yet. And yeah, so I'm, I'm moving in a shaking where I can. I'm also, I'm tired. I'm wore out. I, you know, I, I don't feel bad going to bed earlier than I have been, but there are some nights <laughs> I'm up till midnight yeah. anyway. And yeah, but that's this time of year. I guess, you know, once I start getting into the groove of the bait making stuff, then it kind of okay, this is my normal. I'm just in this transition transition yeah. time right now, but yeah. that is I'm, that is coming up quick.
1: Yeah, you're you're working full time. You got the full time you're doing this after work hours and stuff. I'm more, you know, I just was in it basically lived in new york for five months and then you come home and you know i got people coming over we're getting into the hunting my daughter myself and i cut up a lot of deer so right now my lure making table i mean it's got the grinders set up the vacuum packer you know everything's and it, it's a switch like i gotta pull the switch lever and say okay we're gonna wrap this up <laughs> get this stuff tucked away till next uh fall and then uh you know, we'll start making some baits again. That that that's sort of my my life this time here. But we're looking forward to getting down to that musky max. I'm sure that's our that's our that's our main go. Hopefully we have a good. Uh, hopefully it's a good show, good turnout. You know, it was good last year. I don't it's know what the it's always
0: is. strong down in Cannonsburg.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: It's uh, you know, Leah do a fantastic job. So be sure to look that up. I I've been seeing some posts now. I might be a little kind of way off behind but i think there's still one or two maybe maybe not spots for vendors left so uh check up on that and um yeah it's it's a good time we love that show so um be sure to look that up but anyways so um todd i mean i i we really didn't have anything planned to talk about on this show i mean your your fishing season's done
1: yeah. I tucked the boat away there a couple of weeks ago and I'm done and I have no desire to get out there right now. I'll be honest. <laughs> you know, that, that's just the time of the year it is. Yeah. Hunting was a big part of my life. And, uh, you know, I didn't have, I didn't get my father to, to come up and hunt with me this year. He lives down in Florida now. And because of his wife, uh, had some health problems, he wasn't able to come, but and some of his friends i mean let's face it andy we're we're all getting older you know me at me at me at 53 years old i'm still the young guy in the group but a lot of these guys have moved to florida but i get texts all day long do you see any what's going on and they're living their hunting life through uh this rifle season through me but they have big plans to come back a group of them to come back and do it again next year and uh you know this will be that's the father's 78 years old that's his second opening day ever missed so that's a long uh what if you start when you're 12
0: 78 so that's uh 66 years
1: 60 some years yeah and he's missed two of them he got appendicitis one time the night before season i remember when that happened that was in high school and uh yeah so it was a little little different for me this year i was by myself on my own out there doing doing my thing but uh uh don't really like i said we're we're cutting deer feeding the family for the for the winter got a lot of stuff in the freezer made some sausage the other day so we're good to go but uh we'll be wrap, you know wrapping that up here shortly might have another little hunting trip in my plans here to another state but uh that won't be for another week or so so yeah i'm gonna turn to bait making here real shortly uh time to switch gear
0: it's it's getting to be that time but I, I like i said i'm getting antsy in the pants it's i know it's it's not you know what is it today the eighth the ninth i don't even know it's the eighth and i always try to shoot for like right around christmas ish to be yeah. like all right it's time to get going and i mean i know that's still Here. a couple of weeks away but
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know we uh which is,
1: which is also why we don't always participate in the uh like the the those early shows of uh Musky hunter, one down there in Columbus, you know, and then
0: Chicago. I mean, we did Chicago a few times,
1: but we did a few times, and we did the, the 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 Columbus show a couple times. I think they did bump it back a little, but that show for a while was just
0: the like first, the like second. the first weekend in January.
1: Yeah, the first weekend in January, and you know, this we just we just aren't ready.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I'm looking at the inventory right now. I would have to like it would be balls to the wall just to get something. Something mm-hmm. worthwhile because you know, and i I think we've talked in the past about this stuff, but you know the the, the and I'm, I'm I'll be speaking to some of the newer bait makers who are really gung ho about the shows, and i 'm not trying to be a Debbie downer about this stuff, but when yep. you start looking at what 's it going to cost for you to go in that weekend it it when you actually break it down with a clear set of eyes, mm. Mm-hmm. It's some of that stuff is just it's it's not a winning game, no. And no. and and I get the exposure that's hard to put a price on, but some of that stuff yeah. when you realize that I don't want to use the word giveaway, but you're not making money on a lot of thousands of dollars worth of sales,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and mm-hmm. and it, and some of that stuff gets hard. And then when when you start really looking at it, you're like I'm I'm actually making more money not selling anything that weekend than actually going that weekend.
1: Yeah, well, you know, and and there there's there different ways to look at that, Andy. Just like you, do, you know, sort of what you brought up there, the exposure of the thing so you get somebody to buy bait. And I know like, you know, we went to Chicago, nobody knew us back in 2014. Uh in Chicago that mm-hmm. much. Oh, people knew us a little bit from the podcast. The podcast was kind of new then. Yeah,
0: we started in 15.
1: 15. So it, maybe it was 16. We went to, uh,
0: we, we no. went to it twice. I, I, we went to Chicago twice.
1: Yeah. We went 14 and 16. So the first time they didn't know us, it would all be just online stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the second 16, the podcast got us going, but you know, there, you, you, you do get the, you know, when, when you're getting started, like you said, the new bait bankers, you're making some stuff, you know, uh, you do get like all of a sudden you're still sending some you, you know it, not long after that you were still sending baits there was a few people latched on in chicago and they caught some fish and then their, their buddies were like what's that da, da, da you know what i mean so mm-hmm. there's a network it's going and it's hard to do without the pointing mean, now it either now you can just do it on just clearly social media stuff but you know, there is something going back to what you said with the St. Croix, touching, feeling, looking, talking to the guys, watching the video firsthand, looking at the pictures of the fish that we were caught. And it's like, okay, I'm gonna try one of these, you know? Mm-hmm. Most of them put in the back of the box, some of them don't, some of them get used, and uh you can do that. It's the same same things happened with guiding, you know. Twenty some years ago, the first time they started going to the shows, you go in there and I had nothing to I mean, I had nothing but I was just promoting the guide business and you know, at the end of the day, I was like, okay, so I had 40 people today say we're going to give you a call. If everybody called me on a five-day show, I was like, well, I'm good. I'm going to need like three more boats. This doesn't happen, but I but you still get those uh, random. I mean, I've had people, I've had people not even that long ago be like, I met you down at the Allegheny Outdoor Show and we've always wanted to do this. And I was like, Allegheny Outdoor Show, I haven't been there in 12 years. You know, but they kept that card they kept it in the back so there's stuff that can come from it uh old school rather than just facebook style or you know uh
0: no no doubt
1: and you know there's that 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 does happen i do get that still happens to this day and i'm like i can't believe you're talking about that show at uh you know monotau high school it's like that those shows were they haven't had it in 10 years but hey Let's go fish, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's something to be said about getting out there and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, putting yourself out there, ourself as a booth and to be, being able to talk to people, you know, any of the bait makers or guides, uh, something to be said about that too, but it's not always instantaneous. Like let's walk away and take all this money home. Hey, if you take a bunch of baits, you got some inventory, right? If they don't sell we always have lots of inventory to bring home
0: <laughs> right we 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 pack way too much
1: but we, we take way too much, yeah.
0: and we've been trying to cut back
1: we have been yeah, but we're not the guys that are showing up are like, hey, okay, we got two hundred baits, and I sold out there's like so we <laughs> I, mean, I,
0: I, I think, the, the, I,
1: think we I, I, I
0: think you made a bigger mistake than us
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we have a whole bunch to. Take to the next show, but
0: yeah, that's the way it goes. Hmm. Yeah, it's 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 all good. I mean, I don't want to. I, I just want to sound like a Debbie Downer. And if, if anybody yeah. wants that further explained, I can. I'll break down weekend mm-hmm. expenses, production expenses, time off, time away, all that, and you kind of come and away go- with a frown on your face.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But by all means, when you're getting started, I mean. It happens. To, I, I think it happens to everybody. You know, we, we we. I mean, I can remember doing some shows when we first got started back in 12 or whatever, taking some Raptors. I do the I was more promoting the guide business, you know, the 10, 12 years ago, but uh, took some baits. And, you know, I can remember the conversations we had like, hey, you know, I sold X amount of baits. It covered the booth. It made this. We did that. You know, this guy was excited, he got to meet us down there, got to meet me down there, and that can be a success. Yeah, but once you're once you're going with it, that's why you see a lot of these people don't show up at a lot of the shows. <laughs> once you've got an established business uh Yeah, it's market, you know. Yeah,
0: it's it it is what it is. I'm not discouraging anybody, but yeah. I I think a lot of times people are not looking at Hey, is this is this even it just okay, so i 'll just go out and say this, so let 's just say it takes the average person who's a, a small basement basement builder i don 't know what what would be an average time bait start to finish Todd just give me give me a time you think so someone says i 'm going to take this material and at the end of it it's going to be a bait ready to th- put on your line. Do you think it's twenty minutes, forty minutes, an hour, hour and a half
1: yeah, yeah I mean i 'd say the average bait someone 's got. I mean, this is average homemade bait, not molded. Mm-hmm. i I uh, close to handling and everything assembly. I mean, uh, it's at least 20 minutes, probably 20 to 30 minutes.
0: Let's just go with 30 minutes, okay? Average. Yeah, 30 minutes. So 30 minutes of your time. And you're going to charge X amount for it. So let's just say 50 bucks. So you're going to charge 50 bucks for this thing. And then you're going to go on the weekend, you know, your booth price, your gas, you, depending on how long the show is, you might have to take a day or maybe a day and a half off of work. A, one night in a motel, couple nights, who knows? You might have a buddy, but let's just for the sake of it, let's just say the booth costs 300 bucks. And then you're going to have a couple nights stay in a hotel. There's another 300. So you're at $600. Mm. And, uh, Gas, and I know food you know you you gotta eat anyway, you're gonna eat anyway at home, but you're pretty much forced to kind of eat out you know over the weekend there's gonna be another hundred and some dollars at least mm-hmm. depending on how many people, so you're at seven hundred and fuel in your vehicle there's just say a tank of gas or something, another hundred bucks, yeah, uh miscellaneous here and there you're gonna be out at least a thousand dollars in expenses to to be at the show, All mm-hmm. right. And you're doing, so you would say, well, okay, that's 20 baits, but I brought 50 baits. Well, that's, Mm -hmm. that's 20 baits at full thing, but you had to buy the materials for those baits and that $50 bait might've had, I don't know, let's just say $10 in materials and added, added stuff. So really Mm -hmm. it's 40 bucks. So you're going to need, you know, whatever that was, instead of that 20 baits, it might be closer to 30 baits. Yeah. Do you really, do you want, and again, I'm not trying to be a poo-poo on this, Mm -hmm. 15 hours of your time just to make $0. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that Mm -hmm. means as soon as you sell 31 baits, you are getting paid basically $40 for your time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our baits are not that expensive. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you start actually factoring in all of this stuff and you're like, well, I brought 50 baits, but it's going to take me 30 of them to recoup my cost. Yeah. And then, okay, so then you sell the next one and, okay, there's your 40 bucks in your pocket. So you sell the next 20, you got 800 bucks, but it seems like, holy crap, you know, I, I had all this, I thought I got like, well, whatever, what was my thing? 2,500 bucks. But yeah. really when you come home with 800 you know what? If you didn't, if you didn't book that motel, if you didn't do this, if you didn't do that, if you would have just went to work and stayed home and made baits that weekend, how would that have compared to eight hundred dollars of selling, selling? You know, fifty of your baits that yeah. it took two thirds of them to to break even.
1: Yeah, that's why you got to get into the volume, and you got to get that name out there to where people are paying.
0: Yeah. It, it, and, and that's, and that's really like, but so then, then there there's the catch 22. Yeah. You're not going to get your name out there unless you shake hands and talk to people. And yes. basically, yes. if you're going to be doing it boots on the ground style, you mm-hmm. are going to just be prepared to take a beating. The The market has just been just pillaged with oh new bait God. makers, you know, this and that, like one hit wonders, there's also some really good people, really good bait makers out there. I'm not, I'm not throwing like yep. the darkness at this. No, there's a lot of competition. And, and I think in every industry, there's good competition. There's bad competition. And mm-hmm. and there are, I've met some incredible people that will come bring people from their booth over to our booth and been like, this is what you want. Mm-hmm. Those are the, some of those people. I mean, and they're flashing through my head. I met them at shows. I met these people yeah. at shows. Yeah. Some of them yeah. were already established and kicking butt. Some of them were like, Hey, we bought into this business. Here we are. Other ones. Like I started this all on my own.
1: Yeah. So Some guys might be able to do it all through social media nowadays. I don't know, but you know, you go back 10, 11 years ago when we started doing it, uh, I, I, I you know, yeah, that was a part of it. That's how we met. And I didn't even know anything about social media. We've talked about that many times on the podcast. That's how I knew there was some guy making a rubber bait locally. I was like, that's cool. Let's try to get this figured out because I'd like to meet this guy and see his baits, you know, because rather than buy from a box store, uh, some people might be able to do it. But, uh, you know, a lot of times, uh, man, you're going to want to see them first because there is a lot, like you said, with all the stuff that's out there. There is, icy see baits all the time. I'm like, oh, there's a new bait. Oh, geez, that's a Bagley's Monster Shad. Now it's called the whatever. You know, it's just right. like, it just goes over and over. This bait looks like that guy's bait. And, you know, you can put a big paint job on them, which is great. Those guys need to get paid for their time. And they are, some of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uh, there's also a lot of people putting a lot of time and money and effort into it. And I guess if it's a collectible bait, that's one thing. If you're not going to run it, there's a lot of these baits out here that just simply, you know, I have no use for them in my tackle box. I'm going to be honest. You know, unfortunately I have people send me stuff. Yeah, we'll give it a shot. And it's just like, (laughs) have you fished this bait before? And a lot of times it's like, yeah, I started musky fishing two years ago, and I decided to start making baits this winter. And now I'm asking this much for a bait, and it, it, sometimes it backfires on them. I think you know it, it can look great, but you, got, you know. I like gotta, how
0: you worded it. There's the no fishing. place in my tackle box for this. Yeah, because that yeah. that can be taken a couple ways. Because anymore, I'm, I'm for the most part. Not really buying baits to put in my tackle box there 's a certain point where you 're just saturated, and yeah. I just have walls and walls and walls of stuff that i don 't want to sell. I have some originals from some very high end bait makers, like mm-hmm. old stuff yeah. that they 're like you know you could probably get like, you know one hundred bucks two hundred bucks i 'm like, what am I going to do with two hundred bucks yeah. i really don't care i'd ra- I would rather have that sit there collecting dust mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but, but point, where you're at now at, at this point, but like when you said yeah. there's there's not a spot for it in your tackle box. I'm I'm looking to buy stuff because I think it's pretty, and I have a spot for pretty things. Hey, this is really cool. I'd like to buy this, and I'm going to put it over here. I'm yeah, and and it's it's primarily because I have so many trolling baits. I I don't think I would be able to troll. All, at the rate that I'm going, I would never wear a percentage of them out, a small percentage.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But I like having them. And as soon yeah. as you realize that you're a collector, mm-hmm. not fishing becomes a whole lot easier when you're like, I just really like these.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I I'm, I'm the opposite. Like, I don't know what to do with a bait that... I get or try or this or that or, you know, and then I put it on the line and I just can't get it to run. I don't like the action. And I'm not saying that's because it's not, I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm just saying it doesn't fit my needs or I don't like the way it works or it won't take the speed I want. So at that point I put it somewhere and it's like in a box in the basement or something. And I don't know what to do with the dang thing. I mean, how much room do you have? I like the fishable fishable baits. Uh, because i'm a guide i have to put stuff that i'm confident in that's going to catch me a fish you know and i slide some of these other ones in there uh and i give them drive time you know but at -hmm. the end of the season after some x amount of drive time i'm like okay this isn't working for me i'm not saying it won't work for somebody else but it's not working for me and it gets retired to the uh Inventory, uh, club, I guess you call it. You know,
0: yeah. The I, I kind of I also kind of like how you're like this isn't working for me because yeah. I want to feel that like, and I'm not I'm not by any means an old timer, but I I would I would think that I have enough experience around the industry now that I could be like, yeah, I remember when things were different,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and like the things were different were like all the media is coming from this demographic you know, over here. And yeah. this is, this is the way they're doing it. They're, they're burning this, they're pulling these, they're doing this. And it's kind of like, well, I started out doing all of that. And you want to know something? I didn't catch much. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. had to or figure it. some other stuff out. I'm not saying you can't.
1: No, exactly. And Andy, you, you bring up another point. I see, I see people come on my boat, uh, getting into the sport I see stuff on Facebook where like someone will make look you know the, the, their their thing will be I'm um, I'm getting into trolling give me five baits to pick up and th- th- nine times out of ten I will read all the responses in some of these things and I'll be like there's not one bait there that rides in my boat out of everybody's answers right you know, or casting. I'm gonna ca. I I I want to catch one casting, and it'll be whatever bucktail or this or that. And they'll just list the bait. This is what you need. Get this, this, and this, and this. Every once in a while, one will show up. It's like, yeah, I have caught fish on those. You know, 25 years ago, I probably retired those. You know, people will ask me about some baits, and I'm like, got a whole bunch of them down in the basement. There's, for me, I have something of better quality. Uh, it, it gives me more endurance. Uh, 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 I have other things that I use. I'm not saying they don't work. We're, we're just trying to catch fish, but yeah, yeah. It, There's something that about that stuff. It's 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 neat to, to to see that to me when I see what those what what the responses can be. And it's like and sometimes it's like I never even heard of these things.
0: Well, <laughs> we, we were talking before the show about just. The insanity that that you read in comments. Oh yeah, and, and and like the and how someone can dwell on something and the venom that comes from. Maybe someone just trolling. Maybe someone actually yeah. trying to be mean. Maybe someone that misread. All of that mm. stuff, and you know, you look at these comments, and I don't. I'd find it hard to believe using your example. I'm going to get into this. Give me the five baits. At what point does the original poster look at it and be like, well, I'm going to write all of these down and I'm going to make them in a bar graph and I'm going to make columns. And you asked for five baits to a group of 10,000 plus people. And you got a list that's hundreds of baits long.
1: Mm -hmm. You,
0: You did not get help. You got further
1: confused yeah yeah and 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 i'm not saying that people aren't giving their honest i'm sure i'm the same way you know there was a year years ago i I think i've told that story back in 94 or something i i caught 100 muskies that year my you know by my you know myself i personally landed 100 fish which you know nowadays when you're guiding all the time that's not a lot but for me by myself when you're working and that's
0: a good second season now
1: yeah, but 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 that that that's going back to where you know I mostly casted when I did troll it was you know two poles we weren't running boards and freaking lines everywhere but uh, you know you 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 look back to something like that and uh, you know that one year I got ninety nine out of a hundred fish were on Wiley lures. Mm-hmm. I caught one on a homemade bucktail that I made. Now I will say this. When I was casting, I was throwing w- Dale's jerk baits. When I was trolling, I was trolling Dale's baits. You get a Canada, you only get one pole. I had a Wiley lore on, and when I was fishing locally, I had two poles, and I had uh, Wiley lures in both of them. So there's something to be said there. Was you know? Could you say I was stuck in a rut? Maybe, but if I got a hundred fish, was I stuck in a rut? You know? Yeah. So everyone could... have their own thing. There's nothing bad out there there are things that go with these trolling baits that like what kind of speed can it take do i want to slow this whole process down in the middle of the summer to run this one bait that won't take my four and a half miles an hour but i'm trying to get guys fish on charters i i i just can't do it i can't slow down like that for for that one bait you know Uh,
0: but i i guess kind of kind of to go on that one a little bit stop shoehorning something that isn't working
1: like mm. if you said "Am
0: I, you know i i'm like you said i'm not going to run something that doesn't fit my four and a half mile an hour spread but there are people that you know i'm just trying to do this and and like why well that i, I want to catch one on this bait yeah but it only holds two miles an hour well I'm, yeah i'm going I'm to force it to do it You might, but why don't you do it when it's, like, prime time for that style of fishing?
1: Yeah, fall fishing or late, late in the year. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Just uh,
0: realize that what you're doing isn't working and then
1: change it. mm -hmm. The bottom line is trying to catch fish in this sport. I mean, that's the—to me, I don't care. I'm not a bait collector. I care about—the bottom line is rod needs to go off. I get very bored out there trolling all day anymore. I've been doing it for so long. You know, at the end of the day, when I have three hits and two fishes, like that was a long ass day to fish for eight hours, nine hours to get this done. You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) there was a lot, you know, all three hits come in a half hour period. Uh, That's great success for if you're just starting, you know, uh, I always looked at its success if you just caught a muskie in the day, uh, you know, when when I would go. But, I, I, you know, it, it, it's different now. I don't know. I feel a little differently about it. It's just like this is a long day. Let's go out and get this done.
0: You should be like, our fishing trips are eight hours or two fish.
1: Yeah. Whatever <laughs> comes first. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. No, I mean, it's... It's all no, I, good but I mean it it's sometimes it's the truth you don't want to hear.
1: No, that's right.
0: Hate facts. Mhm. Yeah, I mean uh, and you know, I just kind of I sit back and look and you know, it was another year I I didn't musky fish all that much. I mean, I did a couple times. I I had fun doing it. But mm-hmm. some facts you don't want to hear is as As this economy is losing speed, I also think that there will be a reduction there's going to be a reduction in people fishing, especially for muskies and money spent in in the industry mm-hmm. it, it is not a necessity to do
1: no, and it is not a cheap thing to get involved in i don't know that you you know you look at what they go to catch <laughs> i don't know that there's any industry costs as much money to get into fishing wise. I mean, now I'm not talking. So
0: you're not going offshore here.
1: I'm not going offshore because offshore, you got to have that big boat, but you know, they catch them on freaking tinsel and flies and pieces of rubber, you know,
0: <laughs> and in 50 pound Berkeley, big game.
1: <laughs> There's not that much. Yeah. yes, yeah. As far as buying your lures and buying stuff like that, it's a very sport, expensive sport to get into. If you're a bank anchor, you got a rod. You need a half dozen lures. Go for it, you know. But to get into it and try to go, oh, we're going to start going, and I'm going to take a trip to Lake of the Woods, and I'm going to go to uh, Lake Saint Clair and do this, and I got to have these baits. You're going to have more money real quickly tied up in baits that you that you feel you need than. You would to catch any other fish in the world. Yeah. There's no way that people are spending, you know, there's a lot of $100 baits out there right now. There's no way people are spending $100 on baits to catch any other fish.
0: You have a very niche bass market, but on the average?
1: The average, they catch them on a freaking rubber crayfish and stuff. They they, they You
0: can also flip over a rock and grab a worm.
1: And a ninety and a ninety nine cent spinner bait does it. Yeah, they might pay for big paint jobs, but
0: yeah, it, you know how, it,
1: it's it's. How you know many it, it, boxes you can fill of 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 rubber worms and crayfish and lizards and jigs and stuff? <laughs> by by the time you've bought a few of these high end musky lures, you know you can have enough to last you for years.
0: Well, the, the main problem with the musky baits is that you ask someone for 5 on Facebook and you have to go buy the 300 that were recommended.
1: Yeah. 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 It's
0: you know, and and it, and it does become addicting because you know, early on yeah. you're just like I think this new one is going to do it for me. This is going mm-hmm. to be the bait. This is the bait. Yeah. And eventually one does catch you a fish and then you keep grinding on it and then that's your hot bait. But it's your hot bait because it's the one you kept throwing.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: So you you kind of make your own success there by just keep fishing the one that you know has caught a fish in the past. It's probably not really magic.
1: Yeah, it's a crazy, crazy... We've thought before, it's just a crazy market. It's a crazy... crazy thing that's going on. Uh, Will it last?
0: It'll it'll go ups and downs, and I think it's going to be on a down a down thing, especially with what's happened in the last few years. But yeah, I mean, some other, other truths you don't want to hear. I'm going to try to make this the, the, the name of the show is, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of this and I like it, trust me, but big fancy electronics aren't going to catch you any really more fish. It might, it might get you to jig some fish up, but you know, I think, I think that it's it would be close, and it might be trip-to-trip trip dependent, year-to-year year dependent. Time spent fishing, you're probably going to be r- really close to just yeah doing it the old-fashioned way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this new stuff, all this new crazy stuff, Everybody running those panoptics. We talked about that a little bit. I mean, that is really cool specific, specific uh, techniques and stuff. I can see where it really makes a difference. Neat to watch it trolling. There's my bait. There's, there's, there's where it's at. we talked about that too, but it's like, yeah, there it is. I'll know when the fish hits, the line's going to go out. I don't have to see it on the screen, but you know, uh, just like you said, Andy, we we used to talk, when we were doing a lot with the project X early on, you know, people were like, wow, that's a lot of money. Yeah. But I got two twelve inch dash. Do you? Okay. <laughs> so you're twelve Helix twelve or whatever or rance, know, whatever's ranch or I'm or I'm running the 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 uh, the, the, uh hummingbird helix uh the tens or whatever and uh, you know it's the same it's the same screen.
0: It's the same internals with a different size screen.
1: It's the same transducer. Right. And one of them you can get for you know eleven hundred, and the other one you pay twenty four hundred for. It's it's not going to help me catch any more fish. Just a bigger screen. Could I see it better? I guess if I got eyesight problems, maybe <laughs> you know. But I got two of them on my boat right now. Mm-hmm. Nice, they're split screen. Got the graph on the one. I got the, uh, the, the the GPS on the other. It's easier. I guess it is nicer than when I used to split the screen and just put them on either side it's not doing anything different for me. Uh, You know, you watch that screen go by and you're like, look at that fish. And then, you know, two minutes later, you look down there. He is still on the screen and I'm trolling four and a half miles an hour. He's 250 yards behind the boat now. Yep. I'm trolling. I mean, (laughs) I always show people, you know, sometimes the the bites hot and I see it. I see the mark coming. I'm like right there. Boom. And if, if I don't say it at the right time, I know how far long it's going to take. And it's not very far across the screen. Now that I'm running the full screen, it goes whole the way back there. Like, yeah, that, that one didn't hit, but you know, last time I saw that market hit, but I can tell it's not long after it pops on the screen. If you're going four miles an hour, Mm -hmm. uh, get to see it really neat. Uh, a couple of times I went up to Lake Erie walleye fishing. Now I'm going two miles an hour. Plus I have dipsy divers out with 140 feet of line I would see the fish as I call like, oh, there. They are. We got time here, but get ready. Yeah. And you turn around and you look, and like a thirty seconds goes by, and I see the rod. Boop, 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 boop. There they are. I told That's you good. to get
0: the net. Why didn't you? Yeah, well,
1: I told you. It's going. to you got a hundred and fifty feet, but you know it takes that long to get there. <laughs> so they're working. Yeah. It, it,
0: electronics are fun gizmos Mm -hmm. and gadgets they're fun i'm not i'm not debating the fun part of it but you know that there are some some people like there's there was a recent post about a guy getting his first boat and it was refreshing because it reminded me a lot of like my first boat Mm -hmm. how proud all this you know the, the the spunk the excitement i have this freedom now And, and that's, I I look now, I have the boat that I, that I, my dream boat, everything that I was looking for, it was, it's the perfect thing for me. I'm happy that I have it. It doesn't get used. Mm -hmm. I use that, my little 14 foot tinny so much.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's like, man, was I happier then just being out there and having that freedom? Or am I happier now having the thing that I want that I don't use?
1: Hmm. It's all the timing thing. I mean, you you caught a lot more fish back then.
0: Oh, I sure did.
1: Because you fish. I,
0: I mean, that's not even a, that's not even a question here.
1: Yeah, you caught a lot more fish. Yeah, out of your little tinny, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, and even even my my first Ranger. Mm-hmm. You know it. it Absolutely it was yeah. it wasn't a beautiful boat but it was a very good functional fishing boat Mm-mm. and yeah i i was happy with that but i also i got that early on with the kids and you know things yeah. change and, and and again i i like i said i started up the boat the other day and i i put it away for the winter you know it's it's winterized and it stays in the heated thing that covers on it it's plugged into the wall and you know and i'm just like man, this space would be nice. But I don't think that this space, I'm still at the part now where I'm like, okay, and I'm just going to use this number. I don't I don't think this time of year with this economy, but I, I feel at one time I could get 20 grand out of my boat. Mm-hmm. Would having this space freed up and 20 grand in my hand be better than just knowing that I have the boat I want? And it's still like, no, I'd rather have my boat. 20 grand is yeah. a lot of money, but it's not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- I think that, like, if you had a giant wad of, you know, just 20 grand, straight cash, mm-hmm. homie, in your hand, mm-hmm. you're probably not going to be like, well, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go buy a whole bunch of little things mm-hmm. because you'll feel you wasted it. Mm-hmm. And some people might be like, oh, this is a good down payment for my truck. Or this might be this and that. That's exactly what it is. It's a partial payment for something bigger,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and I've done that. I've sold a boat that I had set up absolutely perfect for what I wanted.
1: Yeah, your Erie boat. I know which one you're talking about.
0: And guess what? I still have what it went down to to, to buy. I still have my my truck. Mm. It's been nine years since since I've got that truck. You know, nine years and a month. And I remember having that truck. It was still practically new. And we drove down that back road thing in Meadville to go to that fishing hole.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That
0: truck was new. I'm like, holy crap. That was nine years ago.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yep.
0: It's just, it's, it's so different looking at things now that yeah, part of that truck was, was paid for a third of that truck was paid for by that boat. And Hmm. I've been threatening to get a new truck for the last couple of years, but for obvious reasons, I haven't. And
1: yeah. then
0: once that truck is gone, guess what? That, that like living memory of yes, this percentage of this was for that. It's, it's, it's gone. And I look at my boat now, I'm like, would I miss it? Yes. Certain times I would,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but I'm going to, there's no reason to sell it right now. So yeah, because I do like going on Erie. My kids are starting to like to go on boat rides. Mm-hmm. And um, it's hard to go on a boat ride when you don't have a boat.
1: You don't have a boat, yeah.
2: Yep.
0: And then it's like also, okay, what, would you sell it just because you're not using it? Then what? Okay, so you got a, oh, you got your 20 grand. You're going to look at it and you're going to be like, well, okay, what am I going to do with that? Mm. I, I'm not going to go throw that in the water and try to stand on it.
1: Yeah, it's not going to help you get fishing if you want to go again right yeah so it's I I, mean, I
0: I am i am excited for the people who are just getting into it like in the same way that i did where it's just like you've yeah. got you've got your thing you're pumped you're ready to go
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i mean i'm excited for people like hey i worked my whole life i finally bought the boat of my dreams perfect that's great absolutely but
1: I spent many, many years towing a little 14-foot with bench seats all over Canada. You know, that's what I had. Mm -hmm. And part of what you're saying, going back to your old boat, now my boat is a uh, tool for my business. But, uh, you know, which did I enjoy more? I mean, I'll, I'll guarantee I caught a lot more fish back then because... I was fishing.
0: You were reeling them
1: in. <laughs> I was reeling them in, and I was gasping, and I was trolling. and uh, But now it's become just a business, and I got this beautiful boat. Love it. It's great. I could see myself retiring to a, uh, you know, 16-footer side console, 20 horsepower. I can hit all these lakes around home here. Uh, I can actually get around a little bit and just be, you know— Hey, the weather's nice. I'm going fishing. The weather's not nice. I'm not going fishing today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm not going to feel sad about it.
1: And I'm not going to feel sad. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to go try to catch a muskie, or I'm going to go try to catch a walleye today. I'm going to run up to Tuning. I could see that happening. Cost and expense to keep all this stuff running and, uh, you know, running all over. I guess, I, guess it's because I've been there, done that. But absolutely, the the passion, I can't Take anything. I mean, I, I look at the what you know. I used to leave leave our trips in Canada in September or October, our last trip of the year, and be practically in tears leaving because like I'm not gonna be back here till June. Hope I make it that long, you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nine months. <laughs> I mean, I can I can remember thinking that I hope I get back here in the spring in June, you know, when the season opens up. I mean that and and I worked all summer or all winter. You know, uh, you know, playing with tackle, looking through all that stuff, and being being like, "Oh yeah, now now it's not nine months now; it's only six months." <laughs> right, getting closer. You know, I, I've I've i lived that way for a long time in my life.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah, it, it it's a different perspective looking backward mm-hmm. than when you're in the moment looking forward
1: hmm and um i was talking on the phone today uh to someone from up in new york and they're like oh man season's closed i said yeah and they're like man it's open year round down there in pa right and i was like yep and i was hunting today when you called that's why i didn't take your call i called you back on the way home and uh like so like you could go musky fishing tomorrow i said absolutely i could but you know, I never thought it would be the day for me to think that. I was like, but, you know, that is the furthest thing for my mind right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it's because it's, I'm good. But what, what I, I just have, there's nothing that can do for me uh, personally to get me excited, you know. I still mm-hmm. got still got a buck tag. I got lures to get ready to go. And uh, I'm good. I'm good for the year.
0: Yeah, I know, I know the feeling.
1: Wouldn't have been that way. When I grew up, you could not fish here year, year-round, you know? Mm-hmm. That's why we, we used to go fish Ohio. I haven't fished in Ohio for muskies for probably 30 years, but at least 25. Uh, but I we used to do that because they were open year-round, or you would go to pontooning. uh we used to do that on occasion, like to just see what this lake can do in the middle of the winter. It's nice, you know, let's go do it. Let's start in February. It's a nice day in February. Let's go, you know. Did but you ever I, catch I, anything? I, oh, we caught some fish. I caught fish in it every month of the year easily, but sometimes they were ice fishing too. We used to do that a lot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but, uh, we got some, but not too, not not too much in the middle of the winter. And those those lakes, they're pretty, they're pretty lethargic. River systems are a different story, at least around here. Right. And those river systems can put them out. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of hours in the middle of the winter on some, uh, you know, lakes that had decent population. It was just, you know. They're, they're they're not too active.
0: No, I've seen them with the with the cameras. Yeah, they move yeah, very slowly. Like they're they don't locked. even move their tail. It's just like they're using their side just, fins to kick they, themselves like, forward.
1: They just glide around. I've watched them on the ice fishing things. It's like, look, he's not even moving, but he went past, floated mm-hmm. past. You know, not exerting much energy. It's pretty cold. Those river fish different story. They got to exert a little energy and you can definitely catch them year round, but, uh, mm-hmm. it gets get pretty, get pretty, pretty slow in the middle of the winter there. So,
0: and that's why they have shows like the musky max plus. <laughs>
1: that's right.
0: No, I mean, we kind of went full circle on that. Yeah. Yep. You know, there and the, like the whole thinking ahead stuff, you know, and, and looking back. I always kind of envision the musky max is, is kind of always the beginning of winter is is coming to an end. The and, max, yeah. And, and I also, like, don't take that as I don't like winter. I love winter. I love winter because I'll get my work schedule set up for the baits. You know, I have normal work schedule, which, you know, is mm. pretty constant. But when I get in the groove of the baits and stuff, there are times it's like... You know, I'm not dedicating my whole weekend to being in front of this booth. Some of them are, just because there's nothing else to do. But I like when it gets dark early. I like being like, yeah, I'm not feeling it tonight. I have no problem going to bed at 8 o'clock because it's pitch black outside, and it's (laughs) frigid. I like the recharging of the batteries. And... I mean, I also like spring I mean like i I like something about every single season there's some something that's really good with it all, but there's and i I'm curious to see when this if it happens with the whole daylight savings, whatever they're gonna do with that congress this is it come is it staying is it leaving? I don't have no idea, but having those short days' great for catching up on rest. <laughs>
1: What is the – which time is the one they would go to if they did that, Andy? Like, right (sighs) – we're on right now?
0: I want to think that I heard that it is the one we're on right now.
1: Okay. I mean, it's just something you do. You change the – you spring forward and you fall behind. And uh, I don't know what they would go to. I guess it doesn't matter. It would take two days and you're used to it.
0: Uh, Some people take two days. I. I think we had this conversation. This time change kicked me hard for about two mm-hmm. weeks, and um, I mean, obviously I'm still alive, but yeah, yeah. this this one was just a really hard one to get adjusted to, and I I don't I don't know why, um, but it, it always it seemed to have been since since kids, and spring mm-hmm. was an easy one to just adjust to, and it might have just been sleeping schedule for the kids, like trying to get them down. And you know they're waking up early or what have you, but um, whatever it think, is,
1: what's that? I think the I think the time we're on right now is the regular. When you spring forward, you add that hour. That's the that's the odd. That's thing like that,
0: like the nine thirty at night getting dark kind of thing.
1: Yeah, that that's what they've added going back to farming, from what I understand. It was Mm -hmm. to give your hour.
0: I thought it had to do with like electricity usage or something.
1: You you could be right. I thought it was to extend the days in the spring planning season.
0: I don't know. I mean, I don't, uh, I'll openly say, I don't know. I've kind of heard some things, but it was never that important for me to actually research it. Mm -mm, mm -mm. It's just like, yep, this is what we do. This is the time now. And, um, Yep, that that's that. I mean, it, it would be interesting. It, I mean, that that's kind it, of a
1: big change. It also makes no sense.
0: <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? Oh, so it, you spring forward, you give them a little more time in the evening, you get up a little earlier, you got a little more time in the morning.
0: You're not really... It's a there's wash not, in the it,
1: end. It's, yeah,
0: there's nothing the and, and it's like, wait, why... Why are we opting to do this? Aren't the time zones the time zones? Mm, but we're going to mm. observe a clock differently. <laughs> I, mean, I I I got to ask the question. Again, I've done no research, and I could sound yeah. really stupid. Do other countries do this stuff?
1: I don't know. I don't are
0: they know. looking at us like, wait, so you just magically pretend it's a different time? How, how does that work? Well, it's, the days are still the days, but we just... We, we we like to fudge around. We 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 move that small hand twice a year.
1: Yeah, yep, yeah. In the springtime, yeah. Oh my gosh! And I got to get the freaking book out on my truck every freaking time.
0: Well, that's that's the thing is when you have your truck for over nine years, you know which button to push. <laughs> no, I, just, I don't.
1: I've had mine for over six now, and I still don't know. I got to look it up. I just changed it here the other day. I was at a waiting for my daughter to go out of the school. I was like, well, I should change that clock.
0: Yeah, I, I noticed mine like the first the first uh, day after work driving. I'm like, oh, I know what to do. I'm driving, and I'm changing the clock.
1: You can do it right there. <laughs> I don't you much. heard.
0: You hold down the button that has like the CLK or whatever marking on yeah. it. It has other things, but if you hold it down, it goes beep, and it blinks, and then I hit the hour one, and like depending on where it needs to go, I'm like, oh, I got to hit this, done, yeah. <laughs> Clock again, and done, and it takes like five seconds. Yeah,
1: yeah. is it real or not? Too is it, it? Do other countries do it? Like you just said, there. Okay, it's two o'clock in the morning. Nope, now it's one.
0: Yeah, like tricked you. That's
1: two o'clock in the morning. Nope, now it's three. Every year we do that.
0: <laughs> right, you know, and like I'm, I'm sure you've seen like those those maps illustrating like these countries use metric. These. These two countries use standard English. And, yeah. and you know, then, then you will read the comments, which you shouldn't do like I do. And they're like, <laughs> you know, this is so stupid to do it this way and that way and blah, blah, blah. But, but then the same person's like, well, when it comes to temperature, Fahrenheit makes a lot more sense. Because you're taking Celsius and you're breaking it down into a tens place decimal you know, like oh, it's it's going to be a, it's going to be nice and warm today. It's going to be whatever, forty-eight mm-hmm. degrees. Well, tonight it's going to get down to thirty-eight point two. Well, yeah. hold on, wait. Our our boiling and our freezing is separated by a hundred and eighty some degrees or whatever. Yeah. Yours is a hundred, so ours is like almost twice the the deviation. And
1: mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, I mean, using the yeah.
0: Oh well. It is what it is. But yes, yeah, the, I'd like to see the map. Those breaking down by country, those who do time change, those who do not. And then you break down the United States because some states don't recognize time change.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. That's, that, yeah, do a state thing. Oh. Nope, you're late. Your appointment was at three.
0: I, I crossed the state line, though, and it did not change.
1: <laughs> it turned to four. <laughs>
0: Oh, well. Truths you do not want to hear. Yeah. I made that up halfway through. Okay. So, I'm good with that.
1: I'm good, buddy.
0: All right. Big thanks to Fatty Z Muskie Products, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, St. Croix Rods, Ranger Boats, Vix Marine, Aqua Traction, and the Muskie Max Plus. So, mark your calendars. Everyone have uh, uh Are we going to have another one here? We might have another one before Christmas. We may or may not, but we'll see how things go. And uh, if you don't hear from us, have a safe and happy holidays. Thanks for listening. And uh, good luck fishing or hunting.